you are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, to create an impactful community, teaching you how to lead your life and your business with compassionate strength. It can be scary stepping out from the barriers we still carry while we were once employees and change the narrative to take charge of your business and team. This podcast is a place for you to come to learn to do just that. From personal experiences, interviewing new friends, I hope that you will tune in to listen all that living that big CEO energy can offer you and your business. I'm your host, Callie, entrepreneur and fractional COO. Let's jump in. Welcome back. You are listening to episode 35. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to raise prices without losing clients in your small business. And I know, I know what you're thinking. It's, well, if I just, if I just give them more, right? If I just add on, I'll just, I'll just include this, then, then it'll be fine. They'll, they'll pay for it. And there's this really strange mindset thing that happens with many entrepreneurs and small businesses that we all suffer from. And it's this fear of raising prices. And you're so scared that the customers will pull their business from you if if you raise them without attaching some sort of add-on or giving them more hours or whatever. And yet your business is growing. You have tons of work that is coming in so much so that you have increased the tools that you use. Maybe you've hired another person and it's just your results speak for yourself. So my question to you is, why do you feel like you need to add on? Why do you feel like you need to add on? Because take it from me, you deserve to charge more. And if you don't charge more, then someone else is charging them more with less add-ons. And so while we all as entrepreneurs choose to work these crazy hours Do you really want to increase your prices, add on more hours, work more for actually getting paid less? And unless you really adjust your mindset and and raise your prices, eventually what happens is you'll have no profit despite working this 24 crazy life that you have. And you can outsource as much as you want, but you're not giving yourself a pay raise when you do that. What's actually happening is because you've said that you will work more hours, because you've decided to take this on, that means more work is going to come. That means that you probably will have to leverage another person or increase the hours on the team that you already have, which means now you're paying out exactly what you've just increased. Do you see how that doesn't make sense? And so what you'll what you'll see here is that raising your prices is the best, the best way to increase your profit. And it happens twofold. One is the person who really appreciates you and your work will say, oh my gosh, yes, I totally on board. We're moving along. 
The other person will say, oh, no, this is not for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. But when they go somewhere else, that opens up the door and the opportunity to get a client at your new prices for the same amount of work. And you've literally just opened the door to getting someone who will respect you at the price that you know that you are worth. And so let's take a look at how to reshape your mind and how to raise your prices without losing those clients. I think naturally that will sort of happen, right? You will probably get the one or two people that are like, no, ma'am, no, thank you, which is fine. That ultimately means that they're not your person. But ask yourself, when you work with your clients, what problems are you solving? You probably will discover that the work that you do helps to actually add value to their business, right? You help them sell more. You improve their efficiency. You reduce their costs. You increase their reach. And so if you're doing all of those things for for them, there's a price points trap that many entrepreneurs find themselves in, but you may already be suffering from it and it's a time trap. You have become used to charging for your time instead of charging for your value. And so over the years, you have become faster and more efficient at what you do, and yet you still charge the same. And it doesn't mean that you should be earning less per customer because you're great at what you do. People pay for the value, not for the time. And so when you place a value on you and your service, you're also placing money to that value. You're not placing money to the time it takes you to complete that item. And reshifting your focus and learning how to increase your prices really means that you don't ignore your cost, your customer price points. You decide on your pricing strategy. You raise your prices to new customers first, and then you increase your prices to existing clients. And don't apologize. But then you rinse and repeat. So what does that look like? Let's break that down for a little bit. So don't ignore your costs. So now you're charging for value. You're not charging for hourly, good for you. Or you're not charging for the time that it takes to complete the item, good for you. But you also have a profit margin that you need to stay within. But if you're a service provider, whenever you price a project, this means that you need to consider some things. You need to consider if you're paying anybody outside of yourself to complete that work, any technology that you need, any accountants fees that you pay, the energy that it takes you, any stationary insurance, training and development. So everything that you need. To run your business comes at a cost. And so even if some of these things are not directly related to the project, you still have monthly recurrences, right? So somewhere that has to be roped into you developing a framework for the bottom line. This is the cutoff of I can't go lower than that because I have X, Y, and Z to pay for. So keep that in mind. Number two is knowing your customer price points. So we have talked about doing a market analysis in a business plan. I will link the episode to that below. But knowing your market, knowing 
what your customers are currently paying for things and what they ultimately can afford really puts you in the mode of figuring out where you can be relating back to what your costs are. And so if you are already on the high side of pricing, you're going to find it harder to actually raise your prices because you're going to be pricing yourself out of your market. But you also don't want to risk being too low because now you're not going to get your ideal client that you need and or want. And so calculating that, really identifying what that looks like for you is a really good way to understand how to decide on your pricing strategy. And there are tons of pricing strategies that you can come up with. One is like the competition-based pricing, which is sort of like completing the market analysis, which is benchmarking against your competitors in your space. But then the second um, pricing strategy that is common is the cost price plus, which means you simply add an amount onto the cost to produce your service that reflects against the profit margin you wish to make. And you might not be maximizing your value with the cost price plus strategy because it simply is just reflective of yourself and not necessarily reflective of what your competition is doing. But really understanding what your project Base pricing is helps you then create a framework for maybe creating some bundling. I have a few instances where my clients have a retainer and then they have special projects. And so the retainer is X amount of dollars. And then, you know, the monthly projects, depending on what it is, how many hours it's going to take me, the knowledge that I have to have in order to make that work, it then creates a bundling strategy for me to tag that on. So those are just a few ways in which you can, you know, decide on whatever your pricing strategy is. But the next great way to raise your prices is to raise prices to your new customers first. And this will give you the confidence that your new prices are acceptable in the market, but then also be able to provide provide demonstrable evidence to existing customers. And it provides an immediate replacement for the client should they not decide to pay your new price. In order for this to really work is that if you put your pricing online to readjust that and make sure that anybody that is coming to your website or anywhere that you have pricing, that they are seeing immediately what it takes and what it costs for them to work with you as a new client. And then next would be increasing the pricing to your existing clients and don't apologize for that. So now that you are seeing that new clients are coming in at your new pricing, you know that the market is ready for your price increase and you know that it's really time to increase prices to your existing clients. And that looks like maybe sending an email or having a conversation on your next client facing Zoom or however you meet them. But when you have that conversation or you send them the email, and what I would say too is that if you have the conversation verbally, follow up with a written email just outlining what you two have discussed. But once you send the written communication, it's 
making sure that you let them know well in advance when the increase is coming. So whether that's 30 days, whether that's 60 days, you don't want to do it last minute for multiple reasons. One is that's just not something you should do. (laughs) I know that's a very basic answer. But two is if they decide to walk away, you want to make sure that you have ample time to be able to backfill them with a new client. And so giving them 30 days, 60 days, whatever that looks like, allows ample time for you to be able to do that. And so letting them know well in advance, remind them of the quality of the content that you provide, remind them of where they started when they first started working with you to now. And to justify the price increase, if you feel like you need to be led to do that, it is ensuring the continuing consistency of service and maintaining the quality that you've been able to maintain and make sure that your whole business is aware of the price increase. Make sure that if you have client-facing people that are in your company, that they are relaying that to your current clients as well. But then also ensure that, you know, your clients can contact you before this price increase happens in order for them to have more details and clarification. And then this is just a rinse and repeat situation. If you are in the service industry, I would recommend that you do it slowly if you have multiple clients over time and not do everyone because if everyone decides to no thank you. And now you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. But be firm also. I think that is another thing that we need to get into, especially if you are a woman in business, but get into a rhythm of not apologizing and knowing your worth and standing up for what you know should be given to you as compensation. So I hope that this is helpful to you and that you have a motivation to increase your prices if you are in a position to do so. And please know that you are stronger than you think. Thanks for listening to That Big CEO Energy. If you heard something today that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people like you become inspired just like you are. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals. 